Welcome to A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Uh, make sure you follow us all over social media. We're Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Also hit us up on Twitter where you can find those YouTube links, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, Got to thank our sponsors because they truly help out uh, our show and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at RentersWarehouse.com. Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or simply going to WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. And Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a plan for you, specifically at FBHP.com. So, Zach, I, I one, congrats to Chris on his super fan badge. I did not realize there was such thing as a super fans badge. And always disclaimer, we do not control the badges. That is Zuckerberg himself that hands those things out. But big day yesterday at Titans practice, as we're still waiting for the official roster transaction that activates Derrick Henry to the roster off of injured reserve. He is still on injured reserve des- designated to return in that 21-day uh, practice video, a uh, practice window. So he is designated to return, but they have up until Friday at 3 p.m. Central Time to activate him on the roster. And so, what we've learned from the Titans with all of their uh, uh, all of their IR guys uh, there too is uh, they wait until the day before the game to activate them to the full roster. So we'll continue to watch this with Derrick Henry. So here is the video, though, Zach. Derrick Henry hitting the pads for the first time since Halloween against the Colts. And we've got Tron Davenport's videos of clips. And we're going to play this many times. 30 seconds long of Derrick Henry going through drills, getting extra contacts. Here's our first look at Derrick Henry. So lots of different drills there. Thanks to Deron Davenport, ESPN.com for uh, those videos. So again, he's got contact. He's got handoffs. He's got the zone run uh, type of uh, of action there. He's caught passes, catch and turn and go, lateral agility, and pass protection. Zach, uh, how do you feel about that? Personally, I mean, and I kind of, I doubled down on the last couple of videos that we've watched of not pads. And I have seen a burst from Derrick Henry that I guess I am not used to seeing in training camp. I think what he is trying to do is test that foot out, right? He has that in the back of his mind. Anybody would coming off of an injury in practice because that is when you actually do drills. The other training sessions of him running full speed, sprinting on the, the, the turf or the grass, that is different than what this is. You have people watching. You have coaches coaching. You have your teammates looking on. 
So I, I actually, I liked what I saw right there in full pads. The previous videos that we've seen, I really liked because I saw a burst that I haven't, that you don't see in training camp because there's really no reason in training camp. Well, if you're in year four, five, six, seven, and you're especially a running back, and I know he's not in year seven yet, but he's a seasoned veteran. He was the starter going into the season. He knew it. He was 2,000-yard rusher. You go about 75%, I mean, at max, because you don't want to get yourself injured. I felt like now over the last couple of weeks, he's testing that foot out a little bit more, and I actually have seen some more burst from him. So I, I liked that video. That was the first okay. time I actually saw that in its entirety. Yeah, so, and again, I, I was at the Titans practice when Adrian Peterson and Deontay Foreman both had their first practices in pads for the Titans, and they did the same thing. It's trying to, they signed Foreman and Peterson off the couch to come in there, and they had to reacclimate uh, them to contact. And after Derrick Henry hasn't had any contact for two and a half months, they've got to reacclimate him to contact to get that. It's all about the mental process of getting through this injury, right? Like the doctors cleared him. The plate and the screw and the foot are healed. You know, he's working on his condition. And they talked about that. He's been practicing now. This is week three of practice because he started practice before the Texans game. He practiced that one day during the bye week last week. And then now they've got three days of practice this week. So they're getting him through the conditioning. And so somebody said right here, uh, can you replay the video? Uh, Tevron says he was brushing his teeth and missed the video. So we will play you the video again, Tevron. We also respect good tooth hygiene. Yes. So that's good. Get, get, You're not going to go around stinking around wherever you live. And everybody's going to be like, man, that guy's breast stinks. We know He's brushed those th- those chompers. Yeah, and it's a big deal. Ask any senior citizen. Take care of your teeth. You only get one. You only get one set. Make sure uh, you can keep them. Up or your- or senior citizen or meth head. Right? Yeah. Well, they are not following the same practices as people in their 80s because meth heads don't go that long. But anyway, so here are Teron Davenport's videos uh, from yesterday at practice just for Tevin. <laughs> All right, so there you go, Tevor, and there is your look at that. Uh, and so I, Zach, we're going to ask everybody how do they feel watching the Derrick Henry uh, videos there. I have one observation, and I will admit before I tell you my observation, I might be overanalyzing this observation. So uh, well, the good I, thing I will, is we got about 400 people ready to tell you if you are overanalyzing or if you're not. <laughs> yes, that is true. And I'm looking forward to hearing what people think about my uh, p- potential overanalysis. So the question is, how do those Derrick Henry practice videos make you feel? We know we are full of Titans fans on the show this morning. So uh, how do these videos make you feel? But first, let me tell you guys about our friends. Speaking of injuries and speaking of taking care of yourself, uh, you got to check out the Bone and Joint Institute. Whenever uh, you have an injury in life, make sure you know who to go to, you know who to trust. Boneandjointtn.org. They have been instrumental in our coverage of Derrick Henry's uh, 
uh, return to play process for the Titans after breaking his foot with Dr. Jeff Watson, the foot and ankle specialist there in Franklin at the Bone and Joint Institute, coming on with us a couple times to talk about the process of this. And now Derek Henry's back. You can get back to your full strength with the Bone and Joint Institute. They have over a dozen doctors that specialize in any type of joint injury. They also have a state-of-the-art rehab facility to help you get back to where you are and even improve your life after the injury. Hit them up at boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports, we are powered by BetMGM. Right there on the screen, you can see it. They are the king of sports books, and they are where it's at. Risk-free bet up to $1,000 for new users. Austin, I am planning something prior to Saturday's game, and I haven't figured out when I am going to actually place the bet. Okay. But uh, I've won a good amount of money over the last weekend. A super wild card weekend was very, very, um, let's just say, lucrative to one Z of A to Z. Yeah. But I, look, I, I, money, scared money don't make money. That's always, I, I think, I believe in that saying. So I am going to put somewhat of a sizable bet down on Titans Bengals at some point prior to the game. I got to figure out what that bet is. I have well, something in my mind, but I'm going to do it right there on bet MGM. And if I was a new user, which I was at one point, I turned 500 into 2000. Thanks to our friends at AZ Sports. Thanks to Austin. And thanks to Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, Super Bowl champions right there. B- but you can be just like that. And now they've upped the ante. Risk-free bet for new users up to $1,000. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. All right. So how do you feel about Derrick Henry after the most recent practice videos? Uh, so there have been more people who have joined the the chat room here. So one more time, quick 30-second clip from Teron Davenport of Derrick Henry in full pads at practice yesterday. All right, so Zach, I'm going to send you to the comment section. What are the people saying about uh, how they feel about those practice videos from Derrick Henry yesterday? I'm actually going to steal a word that I saw in the comment section earlier. The comment's Ooh. since gone away because we've had so many comments, which is awesome. We appreciate that. Uh, but I do remember this person's name, so I will give credit where credit is due. Uh, but let's go through this. Chris says optimistic, ready right there. Um Confident from Frank. Uh, I don't know what noon to midnight is from TD. I don't know if that is, uh, that's how he feels, noon to midnight. Howling at the moon, maybe? I don't know. Or, ready? Or they, hey, Derek Henry's ready to roll noon to midnight? I don't know. <laughs> Daryl says, uh, oh, he's ready. Bubbly from Eric. Hopeful from Clayton. Omar says, confident. Excited there from Maurice. Uh, feeling good about it from Nate. Confident. Um, let's see, indifferent till activated mm. from Ryan. I, I would say this to Ryan. Derrick Henry's going to get activated. He's going to play. Okay. That is going to happen. Ryan, 
That is going to happen. The only way that that would prevent from happening is if he got hurt from today until the game in practice. So, Ryan, uh, you can feel the way that you feel, but don't feel indifferent. He's going to play. Bet your bottom dollar. I think the odds would be about 10,000, about probably minus 10,000 would be the odds on that. He's going to play. Amazing and hopeful from Dre. Relief from Kivo. Ready from Chris. So a lot of good words here. Excited. So I'm going to actually, not necessarily on how I feel, because I know he's going to play. I think he's ready. Uh, He he looks, and this is the key word. I'm going to steal it from Troy earlier on in the show. That comment has sent past. But Troy said, He looks motivated. That, I think, is how I feel about how he feels, is he looks motivated. Like, And and I think that can go a long way. Not saying that Derrick Henry is never motivated. I think that he probably pretty consistently is. We've seen his Mm -hmm. practice and his work ethic in the offseason. The guy's doing, you know, bicep curls with however much weight. When we saw the chain push-ups motivated and that I think that is key all right so um Charles has been a little negative says those videos don't show the real of it and Charles has said in previous comments that he is a little unsure uh not confident from Charles Coleman Jr. I see giddy uh from Carissa uh so Charles actually has my word I'm a little hesitant on this. And again, this is where I'm prefacing this with, I might be overanalyzing these videos, right? So what did I do? We, we showed you 30 seconds from Tron Davenport. I'm going to show you 11 seconds from Tron Davenport because I'm going to bring up two of these, of the five videos that we put together. And I, it's, it's his right foot. And again, this is the first time he's had full contact since Halloween. It's been two and a half months. So knowing that, but watch the hesitancy and how Derek Henry plants out of that contact off of his right foot. I've got these two videos. They're quick, but watch the hesitancy and how he plants and drives off the right foot after the contact and tell me what you think about this. He kind of favored. Did you see it? No. You didn't see that? He plants. (laughs) He kind of like half steps. You didn't see that? No. I didn't see that at all. You didn't see that. I mean, anybody else see that? Look at, and I was looking at it. He literally plants, and then the second time he gets hit. So, of course, he's going to be somewhat off balance. There was a little bit of. You guys can't see that? All right. All right. Again, I'm not. Let's play it again. His feet stop at contact. Like his feet stop at contact. Well, he's in practice. He's not trying to bowl over a middle linebacker. He's, he's going against his own guys. This. Uh, so you asked the question. Uh, I do want to bring this up because this made me laugh. And you know what? 
you may get the love of the show, John Michael Presley, because this is good stuff. He says, Austin may have been watching Dr. Chow videos. <laughs> <laughs> that had me some sort of way. And if you know, you know on that. I, I mean, does he not stop? Does he, uh, not- he got hit. He's not trying to bowl guys over. And look, it actually should make you feel more confident that he actually, when he does get back, he plants with that right foot. It hits and stops in the ground, and he moves forward. I, I, I don't see anything of what you were talking about. I was curious to see what your take was because we watched those videos three times before you brought yours up. I, I don't see it. Okay, so uh, Orlando says, terrible take. Uh, Drew says, I need some of that stuff Austin's smoking. Caesar says, I don't see it, Austin. Uh, and Jerry says, yeah, but you're trying to find the needle in a haystack. I'm trying to analyze the foot injury, right? Because, and, and, and Daryl says his feet do stop, but the second video shows he plants a, a right it's a plant. foot in. That's a right, good thing. Again, it's not a negative. You want again, him and, to plant. If he buckled, that would be different. Uh, Pass the blunt, Austin, says Brandon. (laughs) Uh, Like, again, like, I, look, this is something I'm I'm, I'm prefacing with. I might be overanalyzing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you guys cannot sit there. So far, yes, you are overanalyzing it. I don't think you have anything here. But But there is, I, I do think, with Derrick Henry and how he knows and how he runs through contact, and does not like what makes his practice dude. Like again, he's not going to run through those guys. Like he would run through the Cincinnati Bengals, right? He, he's not going to do that. That's not how that works. I, I just think there's a little choppy hesitant and how he does not run. He's, his feet stop at contact here, which, and we're talking about a broken foot recovery. I'll play it again. His right foot, his feet stop at contact. He shuffles them. And then he plants through the hole. Again, that's and maybe he's just testing it out, and and it's not he's not going full speed. But when we're talking about analyzing how his foot looks in full contact, that's what I'm trying to do here. I'm not looking at you know how big his upper body looks. And and, uh, thank you, thank you, Carissa. Carissa says, Austin, you're not crazy, but the foot's fine. And and that's... It, Carissa explains it all. Yeah, like, I'm not crazy. <laughs> no one got that. Oh. <laughs> a little, I, yeah, little yeah. older. A little older, too older crowd. Maybe. A little too young. Younger crowd. Too old of a joke. Uh, all right, Austin. Yeah. You were out when we watched this, and I hope this is the right video. I think it is. And it's a little bit longer. This is not from practice yesterday. This is a video from practice last week. Austin, you know, we may need an ambulance after you see what you're about to see here in this video. Watch for Derek Henry slip a little bit. All right. And we'll have to watch the video because I'm not exactly sure where it is. This is from last week. Don't got the same man. Don't got to do it loud. I'm trying to feel for man. I'm trying to feel for man. 
All right, so that, that, that was what I was looking for. And yeah. it was a little bit deeper in that video. I would say, and look, he slipped, he came back fine, right? That yeah, happens, yeah, you, you're going to slip on, on grass. Yeah. But if we were diagnosing that, I think we'd have to, to, to send some oxygen in your way compared to what we were just diagnosing. No, no, and again, slipping, I'm not worried about him slipping. Like, that, that happens. Like, we saw, we've seen Christian Fulton slip five times against the 49ers in the game in the Thursday night. So, again, I'm not worried about him slipping. I'm looking at the contact, right? But because before slip didn't you feel like he had a burst of energy i mean he was running a little bit harder obviously wouldn't hit anybody because he didn't have any pads on from last week that's the difference that's the difference the difference is contact is that when he did not have contact he looks incredible i mean he still looks incredible even with the contact i'm not saying he looks bad i'm just saying with the contact there's a little bit of hesitancy his feet stop with contact and I think that's the mental aspect of the injury. I'm again, I am not I'm I agree with Marquise. Okay. The I man not, looks ready. I am not questioning whether Derrick Henry's foot is healed or not. I think it's healed. It's it's been 12 weeks. The foot is damn healed. My point is I think that is the mental aspect of Derrick Henry having the first contact with the new foot healed in two and a half months. And there was a little bit of hesitancy, a little bit at contact. His feet stopped, then they started again. Without contact, his feet keep rolling. Doesn't that make sense? You literally just talked about physics, dude. Did you listen to what you just said? Do you want to repeat what you just said? That's the most asinine thing if you're going to, of course, if you don't get hit, your feet keep moving. If you no. get hit, your feet stop. But what, do we, on, know, what, what do we know about Derrick Henry? He keeps his feet moving through contact. That's what he's practicing. You, if you get hit, it's literally physics. You stop, man. I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. Okay. I think you asked the question before we've talked through it. I think, you are overanalyzing this video. I okay. asked the question. I think we are answering it. I think the chat has confirmed. Physics has confirmed that you are overanalyzing this video. All right, that's fine. I mean, I still think he's going to play on Saturday. I still think he's going to be really good on Saturday. And maybe he gets through this mental hump uh, and doesn't stop his feet on contact on Saturday. I'm just saying. I'm just saying there was a little hesitation in the, in the drill. Uh, no, I'm not. I think we move on. It was a valiant effort, but uh, and look, it's real. I, I, you that that was not a fabricated take by Austin. That he he, he came to the play. He came, this is what he thought. This I is think real. We talked I, through it. I think we're on the other side of it, and I think we we learned a physics lesson in the process. Right, well, and Orlando says Austin, they're doing a thud. You don't run somebody over during the thud, and. And Tuzar Skipper had the moment where he kind of like fell backwards and he's wearing Laurel Murchison's number, but that's Tuzar Skipper doing scout team stuff. But again, like he's, he's not like he can, like I watched Adrian Peterson run through this. I watched, I was literally there at practice watching Anderson. Because he had something to prove to everybody else. He was trying Derrick to get Henry a starting it. job. Derrick Henry has the job. Are you kidding me? No. no Derrick I'm Henry's saying, starting regardless. Okay. I, well, who cares about starting? It's about can you win a playoff game? I don't no, care. You, you just compared him to Adrian Peterson. That's why I'm saying what I'm saying. The, a healthy person in Adrian Peterson not coming off of an injury running through that contact in the drill where Adrian Peter, uh, where Derrick Henry had a little hesitation at contact with his right foot. That's all I'm saying. Because it's contact. Whatever.
All right, never mind. Okay, we'll move on. Zach has the real story yeah. behind uh, the Bengals' top five run defense. People, and- people, listen up. You, we, we just went through that. You're, I'm about to spit you some real knowledge about this Cincinnati Bengals' run defense because I know the almost now 500 people in the chat ain't watching Bengals. Well, let me tell you, I have. And this is for all you box score readers you stat analyzers, I'm about to spit you some real game knowledge. So I cannot wait for this. I did my research. I did my homework. I got five examples. I actually got six. I'm going to sprinkle an extra six in there for you. So this is good stuff. You don't want to go anywhere. All right. Before you do that, tell us some good stuff and spit some knowledge about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah. Farm Bureau Health Plans. I, I have my, I, let me check my schedule real quick. 2.30 today. I got my follow-up meeting with Farm Bureau Health Plans. It's been a great, easy process. I am in the pr- process of changing my personal health plan. I've been with another provider before. Farm Bureau Health Plans is going to walk me through and has through the steps to get better coverage, better rates, and better service. Already the things that they're explaining to me, like the possibility of getting an allowance, a $100 allowance for my vision, those are contacts. I wear contacts. I've been wearing contacts since seventh grade. Nobody's been paying me an allowance. Man, I haven't gotten an allowance. I don't think I ever got an allowance. Now, Farm Bureau Health Plan paying me an allowance. Better coverage, better rates, better service. That also goes to dental. I get some cleaning allowance. Talk about uh, our our guy in the chat brushing his teeth. Yeah. Right? Shout out there. Over 200 locations, and they have the perfect plan for you. you. My situation is not the same as yours, but it could be similar. They will walk you through the steps, do a health assessment, and then pick the perfect plan for you. Visit online at fbhp.com. We're going through my process to share what you have to do. So far, easy peasy. Don't forget, download the BetMGM app. Use code ATOZ Sports and your first bet is risk-free up to $1,000 after your first deposit. Zach, you mentioned that you have a big bet on the Titans you're going to lay at some point on Saturday. Well, uh, what BetMGM is doing for existing users and everybody, new users, existing users, if you bet at least a $50 bet on the Titans-Bengals game, then you get a $5 free bet for every touchdown the Titans score. So that's a good promo, too. So you can double dip if you haven't started yet with the risk-free bet up to one thousand dollars with your first deposit in your first bet, and uh, five dollar free bets for every t- Titans touchdown scored on Saturday. If you put a fifty dollar bet down on the Titans, so visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. You must be twenty one years older. Tennessee only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued on a non withdrawable free bet or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days. For problem games gambling support, call Tennessee Redline at one eight hundred eight eight nine ninety seven eighty nine. So Zach, I am ready for you to tell us the real story behind the Bengals' top five run defense. Because if you go look at the NFL's stats over the entire 17-game, 18-week schedule, the Cincinnati Bengals have the fifth-best run defense in the entire NFL as they give up um, only just like a hundred, right over 100 yards a game allowed. Uh, for the rush defense this season, 102. 
So, Zach, how do we get to this point, Austin? Why do we get to this? Because we were having a conversation off air about this, right? You brought that stat up to me. What did I say? Well, because I I had heard in the last couple weeks that the Bengals' run defense is top five. And I'm like, really? Because I I didn't expect that. Because I admit, I don't watch Bengals like uh, – I. When I do watch the Bengals, I'm watching for Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and and Boyd and T. Higgins and Mixon and those guys. I'm not paying attention to the Bengals' run defense because uh, I'm watching them against the, the Chiefs in a shootout. So I saw this top five run defense, and I was kind of surprised by it. And I brought that up to you in a pre-show conversation, and you're like, no, 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 no. That's not the real truth. That's not the real truth. And look, I don't get paid to be an overall NFL uh, uh, analysts, I don't get paid for that, right? I eventually the company we pay other people to do some of that stuff, but I watch the games. I, I watch the damn games. Listen to this. This is why it is important, and we talk about and criticize all those national guys for not watching the Titans. This is an easy box score stat read. Ooh, top five defense. Well, the reason why is the Cincinnati Bengals had five blowouts this year. Five of them. And I'm going to name every single one of them. The Bengals blew out the Baltimore Ravens 41-17. They beat the Lions 34-11. The Lions didn't score 11 points till the fourth quarter. 41-10 against the Steelers earlier in the year. 41-21 against the Baltimore Ravens. And then 32-13 to the Las Vegas Raiders. This was early on in the year. This was not this past weekend. So there's five examples. Austin, four out of the five, the quarterback for the opposing team threw the football at least 40 times. Hmm. 40 times. I'm going to go through this. You know the rushing stats? They were There was blowout, so they were playing from behind. This is the reason why the run defense looks so good is because five occasions out of the 17 games, this has big-time impact when you, when you talk about Baltimore. Baltimore, everybody else rushed for 27 yards. Lamar Jackson, when he was running for his life, and this is actually the game that he uh, he went out for mm-hmm. a little bit and Huntley came in, they rushed for 115 yards, but 88 of those were Lamar Jackson. Against the Lions, the Lions had 36 yards rushing. Against the the Pittsburgh Steelers, they had 51 yards rushing. Big Ben threw the ball 41 times. Against the Ravens, when they played them again, They only rushed, the Ravens only rushed for 39 yards. Josh Johnson was the quarterback. That also didn't help. And then Las Vegas, when they played Las Vegas early in the year, they lost 32-13. The Raiders only rushed for 72 yards. 37 from Josh Jacobs and 23 from Kenyon Drake. Derek Carr, he didn't throw the ball 40 times. That was the one game they didn't. He threw the ball 27, and that was a weird game because Cincinnati, and I distinctly remember that game, they scored a ton of points in the fourth quarter and extended the lead, and that, that's why it was a blowout. Here's, the, here's that sixth example that I was telling you to trickle in. Mm-hmm. If the Bengals get behind, you can run the football on them. 
It is a, a perfect example when they got blown out by the Browns earlier in the year, 41-16. The Browns put a shellacking in Cincy. I don't know if you remember that game. The Browns wore white over orange pants. I do distinctly remember that. But that game, Nick Chubb had 137 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Nick Chubb, Chubb ran wild over them. So the point is, is their season, and the Titans had their own fair share of a uniqueness during the season, right, you would say. The reason why their top five rush defense is they had five massive blowouts where the opposing team did not run the football very well, a lot of the times under 80 yards, and they threw the ball 40 times. So don't don't get got with stats. Statman is is good at times, but can come back and bite you in the you-know-what if you just read the box score. Yeah, and so Caleb says, what were the rush attempts, though? Is it 71 yards on 12 carries or 71 yards on 25 carries? Big difference with rush attempts. No, totally. And I think what Zach's saying is when in, in a lot of these games where the Bengals get up big early and the opposing team is, is throwing the ball 40-plus times, there's not a lot of rush attempts there, which are limiting the rushing yards with not a lot of attempts. Am I correct? Uh, not necessarily. Like, I'll okay. give you an example. The Steelers game, they rushed the ball 15 times for 51 yards. The Lions game, they rushed the ball 18 times for 36. So a lot more rushes and not a lot of yards. Right. Uh, Baltimore was the example of the blowout. They rushed the ball for 16 times. For 39 yards, that's 2.4 yards per rush. So, like, they're not – and it's a fair question because it the attempt does matter. But I just gave you three out of the five examples of where the rush – the yards per rush was not high. Right? Yeah. So – it, now, I'll, I'll give you an example from this past weekend, which was the, the win over the Raiders in wildcard weekend. Derek Carr, it's exactly what you're saying, threw the ball 54 times. 54 times. The Raiders ran for 103 yards, which is right at the Bengals' season average of giving up 102 yards. But the Raiders only ran the ball, really, they only called like 13 run plays. Because they got 20 yards on a Derek Carr scramble there towards the end. But Josh Jacobs had 13 carries for 83 yards, which is 6.4 yards a carry. Now, the problem for the Raiders was, is one, the Raiders are not the best running team uh, in the NFL. They typically do throw the ball. Josh Jacobs averaged under four yards a carry throughout the season. But the Raiders got down 20-6 to six at halftime. Uh, they ended, well, they, I guess they ended up putting on that touchdown right before the end of the second quarter. But they got down 20-6 to six and had to throw the ball and get back in there. But Josh Jacobs, they would have loved to be able to give him the ball more than 13 times. So you call 55 pass plays, not counting sacks, and 13 runs. So with all that being said, and that's analyzing stats in previous Bengals games, the recipe is something that is not unique to winning football games, but if you run the ball effectively early and you don't get behind, the Bengals are deadly when they get a lead because they, and I told you, they love, they love draws and they love split screens from Joe Mixon. And that's where they get first downs when they have leads. That opens up other wide receivers. And then 
this is this is where the Bengals really get you. In those blowouts, they throw the ball deep and get big-time chunk plays. Against the Ravens, 41-17, Jamar Chase had a long of 82, mm-hmm. and Uzma had a long of 55. Boyd had a 25-yard reception, and Samaji Pirine had 23. What That's where they, they, they extend you. They extend you, and that that is what the Titans do not want to do because of the question marks of Ferkser, NWI, and Julio Jones. Sure. Now, I'll, I'll give the Raiders this credit. Uh, you mentioned the big plays there. The longs for uh, the, the Bengals this past Saturday were 29 from Azuma, 28 from Chase, 21-yard catch from Joe Mixon, 15-yard run from Chase, and a 10-yard run from Mixon. So the Raiders tackled very well after a completion or a catch was made. And we Dave is right. The Titans need to start fast. Don't get me Ronnie started on is that. Right. Don't get me started on a fast start by the Titans because you shouldn't expect it because they're not going to do it. On top of that, Ronnie says they have to control the time of possession in order to shorten the game. That is the recipe for the Tennessee Titans to win the Super Bowl, not just this game. That mm-hmm. that is if they're and we we they've baked too many cakes that have tasted really good like that. But where they get when they get behind early, they struggle. I mean, it's just like it's just like anything. They've had the games though. They've had the 49ers game where they had to in the second half come out and take the ball away. They did a very good job of that. I can't wait for this game on Saturday. I think this I mean, this is the divisional round. You have better teams playing better teams. This is a great start to the weekend because the Cincinnati Bengals have momentum. They're the new team on the scene, and they can score a lot of points with a quarterback who does not turn the football over that much. He gets sacked, but he doesn't turn the football over. Then you've got the Titans, who have been pretty consistent through all the injuries. They run the ball well, and they play really good defense, which is a surprise from last year. This is a stellar matchup. And then the caveat, the X-factor, Nissan Stadium. I do think that that is going to be a ruckus. That one word, ruckus. I that's going to it's going to be a big factor and I think the Titans which starting fast and as Ronnie said, controlling time of possession and shortening the game. Mm-hmm. Uh let's see. Jaron says Austin said the Titans won't start fast, which means they will start fast. Uh, bro, I've been saying the Titans won't start fast all season long and they still haven't started fast. They they have punted the ball on uh, 12 of their 17 opening possessions. They have gone three and out on eight of their 17 opening possessions. And that doesn't even include two interceptions on the opening drive as well. So they've only scored points on three of their 17 opening drives all season long. I've got that in my brain, just branded right there, all those stats, because I just set them off the top of my head. The Titans are bad on their opening drive. And six of those eight times they've gone three and out, they've gained zero or negative yards. They get themselves in second and 12, which leads to third and eight, which leads to a sack by Tannehill and a fourth and 16 punt by Brett Kern. That happens so many times. They've got to start fast, but I don't expect them to. We got another stat reader. Gosh, dang it. Did you guys not learn anything? You've got to watch these games. Now, I, I, I've 
I've lost my, oh, here it is. Team Leader 2010. And he watched the show on YouTube. We respect yeah. you. I know who you are, not personally, but I, I your avatar makes sense. And he's talking about Burrow. Didn't he have 14 interceptions? Team Leader, don't fall into the stats, my guy. You would know if you watch these games. He hasn't thrown a pick in his last five. Uh, five dude, games. The last yeah. five games, he hasn't thrown a pick. Zero interceptions for Joe uh, or zero turnovers for the Bengals offense in the last five games. So team leader, don't fall into this trap. It's a trap. That's what it is. So, and and we, in it's not surprising. Once you get down to the nitty gritty and people start talking about teams that they don't know, because they haven't been watching Tampa all year. All they know is Antonio Brown is a loon and playoff Lenny's got a hammy. Like that's all they know. You got to know a little bit more if you're going to come to this party because this is big. I, I that's why I'm, I'm very bullish on the Tennessee Titans uh, this weekend. Um, I'm smiling because uh, as soon as you say t- uh, Burrow hasn't thrown an interception in five games, Nick, uh, so he's due for an INT. Jeffrey, they're due. Jordan, they're due. Cody, well, that just means he's due for an INT. DJ, I don't disagree that means he's with due that. For an INT. Uh, Mark, then he's due to toss a couple. <laughs> so. And that may be the case, but that's not what Team Leader 2010 said. He yeah. was saying, didn't he have 14 interceptions? He's talking about the fat past, not well, I mean, the future. That, he, the, no, well, you know, he did throw 14 interceptions in the regular season, as did Ryan Tannehill. Now, what I said yesterday is that in Joe Burrow's last five games, he's thrown 13 touchdowns to zero interceptions. And in Tannehill's last three, he's thrown seven touchdowns to zero picks, too. So one of these things is going to break, I think, in this game, and there will be an interception thrown on Saturday. I just don't know what side it's going to be on. So uh, you can bet on that at BetMGM too. All right, let's do this, Zach. Um, let's because you just went through, and I'll have you restate uh, briefly uh, your the real story behind the Bengals' top five run defense. But first, uh, let's tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai and ask them a Derrick Henry question. Yeah, at Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. Quick trip down I-40 exit 236. Payne Bone and his team will hook you up with the perfect make and model for you and your family, whether it's the Palisade, which is a full-size SUV with third-row seating, captain seats, bucket seats. It's got snow mode for when it snows. It's got sport mode when you're feeling sporty. I mean, that's how it works. And that's, I think, one of many of the best part about buying one uh, a car or a vehicle from Wilson County Hyundai, you're going to get a great deal. Fuel efficient at a great price. Visit WilsonCountyHyundai.com if you are in the market for a new or used vehicle. That's right. Also, check out BetMGM. Download that app. Use our code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk free bet up to $1,000 with your first bet after your first deposit. And also, I'll continue to say this for the rest of this week, Titans fans. If you're an existing user or a new user, you can get both. But an existing user, you put a $50 bet on the Titans, minimum $50 bet on the Titans on Saturday, and you'll get a $5 free bet for every touchdown the Titans score against the Bengals to help you out. So if you feel good about something, a prop, a a one-game parlay, uh, a total, a side, whatever it might be, a money line, it doesn't matter. $50 down gives you $5 in free bets for every Titans touchdown scored on Saturday at BetMGM. Download the app today. Zach? Uh, run through the real story real quick about the Bengals' top five run defense. Well, it's easy. They had five blowouts this year, and in four out of those five games, the quarterback threw the ball at least 
40 times. In all five of those games, only once did they have an opponent, which was the Baltimore Ravens, and they got blown out 41-17, that ran over 100 yards. And Lamar Jackson had 88 because he was running to try to get him back into the game. Those are the blowouts. That's why their rush defense is considered to be top five, but it is a big, fat phony. That was more about their offense than their run defense. Right. So here's this question now is how many rushing yards will Derrick Henry have against the Bengals? How many rushing yards will Derrick Henry have against the Bengals? Because we just talked about the Bengals are uh, able to be gashed in the run game, but how many rushing yards from Derrick Henry do we expect on Saturday? I think it's a good question. Uh, And I I think, the answer of this question, you know, there's also a comfort level to it, right? Like Mm -hmm. if in fact he does reach a certain mark, do you feel a lot better about the Titans winning the game? Obviously if Derrick Henry rushes for 175 yards, you feel like he's, they're going to win the football game because of circumstance. I think the, I, I do think because this is Henry's first game back in a very, very, very long time coming off of an injury that the, you know how we did Julio Jones? I said 49 and a half. Mm-hmm. If Julio gets 50 yards, I think the Titans win. If Derrick Henry gets 100 yards, I think the Titans win. I think it's a 100-yard game from Derrick Henry because that means he's moving the chains, he's helping the offense, and they're running the ball maybe late in the game with a lead. So, I, and I think, I, I, again, I'm bullish on the Titans. I will say 99.5. That's I'm going to do the same thing that I did with Julio. 99.5 is the marker, and I think that Derrick Henry has a real opportunity to uh, go over that. The last thing I'll say, Austin, and this kind of combats it, the only worry is a slow start, right, where they ha- Todd Downing has to get used to his bell cow back again. And that 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 is a... Uh, I think a real problem that could arise, but that would be the only thing is trying to find that feel and comfort level from it. But I, I think 99.5, I mean, I think he can go over hundred, you know, I, I just, I, here's my fear play. Number one, let's just say the Bengals win the toss and defer the second half Titans get the ball touchback first and goal first and 10 from the 25 yard line play. Number one, Run left, Derrick Henry, minus one yard. Because the Bengals are just selling out. And then now they're behind the sticks and it ends up to being a three and out. I, I, that's my, you that's want to my run thing. up the gut and run right at them because of the injuries, right? They got yeah, new players again, my, in the interior fear, defensive line. My fear is a zero or negative yard run on first and 10 from a 25-yard line to open the damn game that puts you in a bad spot. Because uh, they I'm do it with J.J.'s six- like. I'm more of six overall yards rushing at the end of the first quarter. That would be my fear. It's not necessarily the first play. You can get past the first play. Well, well, what I'm saying, well, you talking about fast start. A bad first play has led to them going three and out and punting to Joe Burrow. That's that's my point. We have to assume that. that's going to happen, right? I mean, that's, no, I'm saying them. that's my fear. That That's my worst fear is that ha- here's what I want to happen. I want Derrick Henry to be in the backfield. I want Tannehill to go play action and hit Julio Jones on a 10-yard slant. And that's make- what I want to happen. I want them to use these guys properly and go play action on first down early in the game 
and and not just be stubborn and saying we're going to run the ball on first down because that's what we do. I'm with you with the Julio. I love that play because I think that accomplishes uh, a lot. To get Julio Jones involved early just as the first play, whether he catches it or he doesn't, I, I just think that kind of sets the tone to say, defense, you better watch out for number two. This is the playoffs just to distract and maybe open up different angles for Ferkser, NWI, and then obviously A.J. Brown. Yeah, I, 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 like just, I want them to throw the ball on first down. I do not want a Derrick Henry up-the-middle run on the first play of the game because everybody in the stadium and watching on TV and in the Bengals' coaches' box is expecting that to happen. Yeah. Well, that's up to Todd Downing. <laughs> I, I know, and it's been up to Todd Downing all season, and he's gone – you know, he's punted eight times on the first drive. He's gone uh, three and out. Uh, no, he's gone three and out uh, eight times on the first drive. So, again, I that's how I feel about that. So, he has all, punted. You weren't lying. He has punted after not getting a first down on eight of his opening drives. He has punted 12 total times on opening drives. It drives Demi- me insane. Demetrius is correct. Get Julio engaged by targeting him early. That has to be the strategy, in my opinion. And I think Titans fans know that. I mean, we're not, I mean, we're smart. You know, like sometimes you got to admit that this fan base is knowledgeable on their team. They're not the crazy, like, I'm not saying every fan base is crazy, but I do think a lot of fan bases are naive. And I think most are to a point. I do think that this Titans fan base for this Titans team recognizes their faults and understands what has to happen to possibly correct them. And that is the involvement of Julio Jones and the right approach with Derrick Henry is vital to the success of this football team. Those are two things. And every Titans fan, I believe in their heart of hearts and in this chat, watching this show right now knows that you said it. I said it. They said it. Yeah, Todd, um, Todd, 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 you listening? This is this is the game plan. <laughs> Jeffrey says, uh, "Oh, they're still crazy. We're bringing the mustard. Just don't throw the mustard. That gets you in trouble." Yeah, what? Uh, catfish. You got to bring the catfish. No, don't throw the catfish and don't throw the mustard. The mustard's easier to throw. Goes further. Weight, you know, helps with that too. Yeah, I mean, catfish is tough to throw. Um. Also, so back to the original point. You say if if Derrick Henry gets over 100 yards, the Titans are winning the game. You, you feel I I agree. I think that makes sense because of everything it says about what the game script uh, will tell you. I think Derrick Henry ends up around in the 90s. I think he's in the 90s of rushing yards. I think the Titans can win with that too. So uh, I, I like the Titans' ability to win with Derrick Henry, but also be able to take advantage of, you know, not elite cornerbacks. I yeah, want to see tar- Eli Apple. I yeah, mean, Eli Apple, uh, you know, there's a bad apple every once in a while. So go target him, Right. So that, that I want to see balance from Todd Downing. I'd like to see what they did in the second quarter against Houston, throwing the ball uh, to get up and then running to end the clock like that. That's what I want to see. Yeah. And Sheila brings up a point of like, I am curious to see how they are going to use Foreman like because you can't just I mean you can just use the king but I think that that could be that was a good backup running back find we've talked about 
you know, what Darrington Evans wasn't, right? We talked about the backups of how it's been interchangeable. They've seen Adrian Peterson, and then they saw him leave, right? Hilliard was a nice little showcase back for a couple of weeks. Well, and Hilliard's still field. on the roster. McNichols is on the practice squad. So here's my thought is who's the third down pass protection guy? Because that has been McNichols for the last couple of seasons and when he's been healthy. So I don't know if it's Foreman. I don't know if it's Hilliard that they trust with the pass protection because we know it's not going to be Derek Henry. It's a good question. Uh, I, I don't have the numbers no, they, of they what they've stick. done in the last several. Like who? Because they've used Hilliard on third down before with draws and screens and just try. But 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 when you your question is about pass protection, yes, so I think, pass protection, not not who, yeah, pass protection, and I don't know. Um, how they feel about that because McNichols now McNichols can still be called up on a game on a practice squad elevation. I believe, I think he still has two of those. So that might be why they're doing that is because um, he still has some standard practice squad elevation for COVID stuff uh, left in his pot back pocket for roster manipulation. So we'll see. Yeah. All right. Throwing shade. I've got some uh, timely shade. Zach, you mentioned your shade is is kind of unique it's redemption today. shade redemption shade previous shade that was thrown that has now been corrected oh. and austin it has to do with something that's near and dear to your heart i have no I idea i think you actually got upset at my shade when i did it okay i'm so very we got curious. a lot to talk about yeah which sounds like it let's do it uh but real quick renters warehouse nashville they're the professional landlords in the Nashville area, simply go to renterswarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. They do all the work for you. You don't have to sell your house when you move out. You can. It's a one-time transaction. All the equity you built up in that house is now gone after selling it. But if you rent it out and let the pros of renterswarehouse.com do it for you, then now you're getting more equity. You're building a retirement plan because they find the tenants on average in 17 days. Uh, they set the price. They do the maintenance calls. They collect the money. You are the owner, not the landlord. They're the landlords. They do everything for you at renterswarehouse.com. You got some funny shade in the comment section. So throw, throw, <laughs> throw shade, throw more shade. This is going to be a good shade segment. I get a feeling. But right. it also is going to be time for you to win some money. A bet MGM use the promo code ATOZ Sports. They are the king of sports books. Risk free bet up to $1,000 for new users. They are a great partner of A to Z Sports. We support them. You should support them as well. They've paid out money, cold hard cash. And I got a bet I'm going to place on Titans Bengals uh, prior to Saturday's game. We got a lot of shows left. The line could move, things could happen. Uh, so we got to figure that out. But if you are going to the game, make sure that you come hang out with us. Playoff atmosphere. That's just a little shot from the mainstay from previous playoff atmosphere. Things get wild when it comes to the playoffs, and we love that. And we love that because of the mainstay two-for-one Mill Creek beers on draft all game day. Let's get it. Throwing shade to wrap up every Wednesday show. Zach, you're laughing at some shade, so I'll let you go ahead and share uh, whatever good shade the comments are bringing today. 
Uh, Nate's burner. It's good that Nate's got a burner account. He says, uh, throwing shade of the Bills Mafia. What fan brings a dildo to the game? Hopefully it belonged to a female, not a male. Well, you know what? There's not anything wrong with that. I think it's personal preference that Nate, right? So, uh, I'm very unique, but Bills fans are weird, right? I mean, yeah, I mean. Well, it's Weird. somebody somebody who can do something that says, I'm going to make the internet laugh so hard. <laughs> I, yeah. You know, I kind of like that person because. Well, it probably did. Well, I was going to say, Nate Spurner said, you know, hopefully it belonged to a female, not a male. I bet you 90% it did belong to a male because it was like a gag joke, right? Sure, I mean, of course. It's like the. Have you ever seen the pranks in like high school where they, you know, super glue it to the middle of the hallway and then put like, you know, Vaseline on it so you can't get it up just to see the teachers struggle? Like, I think it was more of a gag gift. Yes. But it went viral. It worked. No, yeah. And our buddy Austin Huff, who hosts our Titan Up podcast and does Cork Bats, did the whole thing. And I will keep adding them on the field if this keeps getting 100 likes. So, uh, anyway, but more shade. What, what are the people saying? Lucas is ready for the parking lot update, Zach. That update is February 21st. So not today's shade. No, not today's shade. That That is going forward. Because I thought the same thing that Lucas did. Yeah, well, that, so you're mistaken. Der, uh, Derek says uh, the shade, uh, national media for disrespecting a one seed more than they ever have. So, and Anthony's talking about the parking lot situation. No, that's not it. Um, uh, let's see. Drew said, <laughs> throwing Jay, don't let Austin uh, smoke before the show. Talking about his uh, his video reference here. Um, Roy says, I have no shade today, but Bitcoin holding above 40K friends. Uh, I don't. You don't seem like a bot. I just think that that's Bitcoin information. I've got, only, <laughs> I've got some Bitcoin uh, in my, my wallet, as they say. Um, let's see. Sheila says, my shade is CBS. It's Titans and Bengals. Nothing then Bills and Chiefs, uh, that's the promo in Ohio. We are a side note game. Uh. So uh, I, I don't know how, because both number one seeds play on Saturday, which is unique. The reason why they did this, and I'll just talk through this, and that is unique. I was surprised to see the number one seeds playing alternate. But they believe that Packers 49ers is not going to be as good. Sunday you get is a showcase day, right? You don't have uh, basketball practice for your son or daughter. You don't have other things to do. Your wife's not telling you to go do errands if that is your situation. Though, you know, Sunday, these are the best matchups. Yes. Bucks-Rams is going to be a stellar game. And then Chiefs Bills has great storylines, right? They've played each other multiple times. Oh, and Chiefs the Bills is the this is the AFC Championship game, Zach. Chiefs Bills is the AFC title game for for some people's thought. Some people, it absolutely is. Uh, Dom throwing shade at the Dolphins organization uh, organization for fly, firing Brian Flores. I think everybody was kind of um, surprised about that. Noah shade on Brady Quinn saying the Titans are the most likely team to get blown out. Uh, I think that I think that's due because the most logical next one would be the 49ers and Packers. But the 49ers, and here's another thing you got to watch the games for, people. 49ers run the ball very well. That is, they run the ball well. That is the Patrick, the Packers' weakness is their run defense. Um, 
Let's see here. Shade, 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 shade. Got a couple of shades on you, Austin, for the this morning's thing, but I think we've moved on I, from I, I that. Still stand by it. I mean, I we've got some more dildo shades. Yeah. There's a lot of dildo puns too, because you said a couple things that I don't think you realize what you said. <laughs> well, anytime you bring up that type of word, but you you had you, a couple a couple where I internally was Michael Scott uh, and did not say it's, it. But it's like Troy Aikman this weekend. Troy Aikman had a series, and it was on TikTok, a series that was so funny about like hitting the hole and doing doing some some innuendos that yeah. is funny so i apologize if i fit anybody that's not what i meant when no, i was talking about fit people you just made people laugh <laughs> at least from what i've seen um all right so uh you know somebody says come on guys get brian come on guys i've been watching your show since you started where's the love for us fans i think we give fans love all the time <laughs> brian, <laughs> brian, we're literally talking to like 500 people <laughs> like i we see the comments we we say the comments so, now yeah. some comments I, I mean, I, I, I went a little bit further with uh, the burner accounts comment, but I mean, that's what we, you know, right. that's what we do. So I, uh, I will do my shade and then I'll let you wrap up because it sounds like your shade is, uh, uh, is more of a story talking point because apparently I have something to react to as well. So my shade is pretty simple and it's time sensitive because of the ice slash snow that we just got. And we've gotten a cut like three different snows uh, so far in the first 20 days of 2022. So my shade is on all the people who do not take off the ice missiles from the roofs of their car and go driving down the interstate with ice missiles ready to launch. That is my shade because it happened. It happened to me. Uh, like whenever it was, uh, Sunday, Monday, maybe where I'm driving on the interstate and somebody's ice missile just launches off the hood of the, off the roof of their car. And I had to swerve and change lanes to dodge it. So get your ice missile off the roof of your car before you drive. It is just being considerate and courteous and safe. And Zach's shaking his head, which I don't know why you're shaking your head because you should, everybody should be pro scraping off your ice missile on top of your car. I, I'm, I don't care. Um, and, and especially, I, you I would only say this. You don't care until it affects you. You don't uh, care until it affects you. I, it's not going to affect me, <laughs> but, uh, I would say this. People are not going to do that. If they don't know, and in Nashville, you know, if you don't know how to drive in the snow, you think that they're going to take the extra effort to actually get up on the roof of their car and do extra work? That is such a hard ask Which is why I'm throwing shade at it. Yes, I do it. It's just such a hard ask. It's just, there's no way it's going to be executed, right? There's no way that's going to happen. Well, I, again, it, I feel like ice missiles have been getting a lot more publicity in Nashville social media over the last couple of years because of the big snows we've had. And so I am trying to carry the flag uh, and continue to carry it and hopefully hand it off to several of you guys to be pro getting rid of the ice missiles. So I'm, I, I'll retract my, my question. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to prevent you from doing God's work. Right, I mean, it's you got to at least try. It's just trying to be, and thank well, you. Well, no, Rob. because you're, it's a daunting task. You're you're trying to commit. It's like well, ending world hunger. It's a very daunting task. 
you're trying to ask Nashvilleians something that I think we would both agree they're not going to do, but it, you're at least trying. So I respect yes. that. And, and so uh, Jay says, what the hell is an ice missile? An ice missile is, and this is, I think the Nash severe weather guys helped coin the ice missile phrase, or at least that's where I got it from. It's when uh, people defrost their windows on top of their cars, but they don't get rid of the snow that has turned into ice on the top of their roof, right? And so when they're driving down the interstate and it starts to melt and the wind picks up, it flies off the top of their roof and goes back into whoever's behind them. And I've seen, I haven't had this happen to me, but you've seen cracked windshields or other cars getting in an accident. Yeah, that's happened. Cracked windshields because ice missiles. Yes. Somebody commented in the chat. So they saw somebody with a cracked windshield because of somebody else's ice missile. They knew it was a cracked windshield because of the ice missile. They saw it. They they said they saw it happen. And last year's big snow in February, ice missiles were happening all over the place. What about Nika? Do you give, and I'm kind of with her. She's got an Escalade. Can't reach the top to clean it off. Nika, if you have an Escalade, you've got enough money to go get yourself a ladder. So now, now you're stereotyping. You're assuming she could have been given that Escalade. Who knows? She could have been gifted. Now you're assuming that's unfair. Okay, uh, go borrow a ladder from your neighbor. Do something. I, somebody's got a ladder near you. I've got, I've got three step ladders, Nika. If you need to borrow, oh, you would never bring out a step ladder to to do that off the top of your That's car i don't have to because i can reach it <laughs> like, yeah, like if you have a truck the, i guess the good thing is those ice missiles just go in the back of the truck yeah and mark says 65 chat guys just dm'd nika <laughs> <laughs> we we apologize nika that was not our intention oh, to man. give you any more attention than you did but still oh, yeah. like ice missiles just take care of uh the ice missile on top of your vehicle all right that's that that's good we'll see if it, it corrects itself um i don't have high hopes but it is shade you you want you want people to be safe all right so uh, I had shade earlier this year when I went to your old stomping grounds, Austin, and that is the lovely, glorious uh, city of Knoxville, Tennessee. And I went and attended the Old Miss Tennessee game. That was a long Saturday, and it was a long game when people, speaking of throwing missiles, people were throwing missiles from uh, the stands onto – the the field i think that one those are that's a bigger problem in society than ice missiles are drunk fans throwing cups and golf balls and dildos onto the field uh for uh you know sporting events so when i returned back from that weekend i did notice something about neyland stadium that pissed me off it was irritating and how how do you claim that you have so many billions and millions of dollars as a university and you are the it thing in the state and you have one video board that the people that that look are that right below the video board can't even see the video board you've got to turn your neck and i remember doing this like and the video board sucks it blows it's the worst it's like in 19 19- 70 i don't even know when they put that video board in 
but two thousand early two thousands. I threw mad. I threw mad shade at that, and I remember your reaction at the time. Like, what? What does that even matter? Why are you? Th- what are you? Who cares? Turn your head. I was like, no, it sucks. Well, I spoke, and I was heard because yeah. look at this. They're correcting their crap ass stadium that they that gets so much play in Neyland, and now they're actually upgrading it to make it a quality 100,000-plus venue. Well, it's Applaud. not going to be 100,000-plus because they're taking seats out. But again, um, and Ronald says they're getting renovations done, homie. And I told you when you did that, I said that they've had plans for several years to get a second video board yeah, in it, the opposite it, end zone. It, it, it was brutal. It was, the, it, was a bad, it was a bad college football experience that – notoriously is a good quality experience because of the crowd and, and the atmosphere and the number of people and the fandom and all that stuff. But it was, there was shade, literally shade, a cloud over that atmosphere because they had one video board. So they're rectifying the shade. I give credit to Tennessee for now rendering. And look, this is no like small video board. This is something that you can actually see and take in. Zach, that rendering of the stadium renovation is like four years old. <laughs> like again, well, it's been they, in they the, released they released it yesterday. They released no, the video. I, no, they have not. They they re-released it because they're actually putting it into action this off season. But they came out with that when John Curry was the AD. Well, the, now they're finally getting a move on because after that season, they realized how bad the experience is. So they they got a fire under their ass to get things done. Again, that was shade rectified. That was the plan. They've been renovating the stadium for like the last 15 years. Yeah, they need to move quicker. <laughs> well, it's a big-ass stadium. It's not like your vaunt Hemingway Stadium where you can add an end zone. They've been doing it in sections, and they've done a great job. SoFi has been built since they announced this. Be quiet. <laughs> Literally, they built SoFi from the ground up that is a state-of-the-art stadium since they announced this. Because so, it's been no, in it's been in year sections. They've been doing a project every year. And and they're, they need to move faster. That's and the whole point. you can't compare it to Stan Kroenke's built stadium. You can't. That's privately funded. What, what you don't think they got money? Be quiet. They do, but it's not. It's not. It's not the same thing. And they building a new stadium, you make just it happen. Build. Make it happen. The stadium yeah. sucked until now. It didn't. Until suck. now, they were they were they were living in the past. That's what uh, they were doing. They were living in the nineties in ninety eight. Now they're finally. And look, I, I think Tennessee they got opportunity to get better. This may put them into another category now that they have two video boards. Yeah, yeah, they got two video boards. That's what does it, right? Two video <laughs> boards is going to do it. All right, wrapping up on this Wednesday show. Appreciate all the interaction today. It's been a – I agree with Nate's burner. It's been a great shade day. This was a and this was a fantastic, great shade segment. Nate started the whole thing, so bravo. Yes. Uh, and Jeffrey's right. Yeah, yeah. Blame Butch Jones because they had to pay him like $10 million over the last five years and having to pay all these other coaches. Well, that's, that's why. The, you got to blame the people that hired them. No, I, I know. I'm, I'm being facetious. But all right, we'll see you guys on a Thursday morning. Don't forget, Tighten Up Podcast is out. They've got Darren Bates on this week. Uh, so Tighten Up Podcast on the A to Z Sports uh, Podcast Network. And also, uh, we've got Buck Rising with A to Z Sports Primetime tonight at 8. We'll see you guys tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Appreciate it. Adios.